You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we are speaking with Lacey Langford. Uh, Lacey is the founder of LaceyLangford.com, a personal finance blog and coaching practice specializing in the unique world of the U.S. military. She's also the creator and host of the podcast Military Money Show. Uh, Lacey is also the creator of the financial coaching business builder as a course to help fellow financial professionals build a profitable coaching practice. She's a U.S. Air uh, Force veteran, military spouse, speaker, and a financial coach who changes people's lives from being fearful of money to having control and confidence with it. Lacey's an accredited financial counselor with over 15 years of experience in financial planning, counseling, and coaching. Lacey, thank you for your service, and and thank you uh, for being a guest on the Franchise Freedom Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, very very excited. We we've been talking and um, we had a conversation before the show on the the future of um, of learning and the future of school. So uh, that's definitely uh, maybe maybe another show we can we can do a whole show on that. It was very uh, very interesting. But uh, wanted to dive right in and kind of a first question I like to to ask everyone on the show is if you could just fill us in and, and everyone listening in on just a little bit on your background. Uh, how did you get into this business and, and what does that journey look like? Yes. Well, I grew up in the military, so I'm an army brat. And then I served in the Air Force where I met my husband. I, I became a military spouse. And along the way, I developed this expertise in money and I really wanted to help the military community improve their financial life. Well, my life as a military spouse and my career really weren't congruent. It was very difficult for me to find work or to find work with my education and experience or to work the hours plus, you know, my husband being gone a lot, deploying to the Middle East. And that was very frustrating to me. I wasn't getting to fulfill, you know, my career aspirations. Plus I wasn't contributing financially the way I wanted to, to my family. I wasn't making the kind of money that I thought I should be making. And then one day I just got very angry at my situation and thought like, you got to stop complaining about it and start doing something about it. So I think I was just really angry <laughs> and I thought I'm going to start my own business that I'm going to have control over and I can take with me when I move with my husband and follow his career. I will just put mine in a box and take it with me. And that's really how I started into entrepreneurship was to have that control over my career. And then it kind of evolved from there where I started a website because I thought, well, I need people to know who I am and, you know, what my area of expertise is. And then that started where I started, you know, blogging. And then I started my podcast and me starting my own coaching business. Then it turned into me helping other financial counselors that are military spouses dealing with the same struggles start their business. So what started out with just me wanting to have a career in finance <laughs> evolved into this bigger picture now of me helping still people with money that are in the military community, but doing it in many different ways. Hmm, very interesting. So I, I find that very interesting because you, you know, not only did you get into business for yourself, there was that, that pain, right? That trigger, you just, you just got really upset. And I, and I think a lot of people can relate to that, but you built a business that was mobile. That was uh, something that, you know, as your husband was traveling and, and, and I guess, and your family was moving around, it was a business you can take with you, correct? It was, uh, 
kind of an on- online base. So. Yeah, and still is now to this day. Ever everything that I do is virtual, and I can take it anywhere I go. Oh, great! That, that, that's awesome. As far as the audience goes, we have a lot of people looking to make uh, that they're they're in career transition. They're looking to leave their job. They've they thought about owning a business, a franchise, or a non franchise business. Um, some of them have been forced to to almost look into that because uh, they've been either furloughed or or potentially downsized and, and losing their their positions. What um you know what what would be a really maybe your top two if not top three pieces of advice for someone that's looking to make a, a career transition into entrepreneurship? I would say first of all you need to really know why you're doing it. I know that can sound kind of hopes and dreams and um mm-hmm. not firm, but you really just have to know your why because you know the why you know why you're doing it, then you're able to figure out a way to get it done. I think that's really important. Like what your core is self self truth and business is huge because if you don't aren't rooted, then you're just going to blow in the wind. But if you're rooted and know why you're doing something, then it makes it that much easier to make decisions to move you forward. And my why is I really want to help the military community improve their life with their finances. And that's something that's very close to home for me because I grew up in the military. It's, it's family. So that's my why, and it really helps me make decisions. If it doesn't go along with me helping the military community with money, then that's not something I'm going to pursue. The second thing I would say is to do your homework, to really understand the playing field before you start playing. Mm. I think that sometimes people get the cart before the horse and they jump right into an area, whether that be a franchise or their business, and they haven't really have a clear picture of what's going on, what different levels. So for example, in the financial field, you know, there's financial counselors that deal with people more in crisis. There's financial coaches that are helping people get where they want to be versus advisors and planners that are really help kind of doing that for you and telling you what to do. And if you want to get into a career in finance, not to mention entrepreneurship as a career in finance, if you don't understand those different areas of playing field, you don't know which place you want to play you know, what position you want to be in. So I think that's really important is to do your homework, to speak with people. Informational interviews that are in that area is very helpful to hear those things that you don't know what you don't know. So that's really important is doing your homework. And then the last thing I would say is having a niche is really important. I think whether that's a franchise or, you know, because that is some type of niche, what your franchise is or your business is that you have to set yourself apart from competition. And that's really important, especially just in general entrepreneurship is why should somebody pick you over somebody else that has the same qualifications, same experience or the same product? What makes you so special that I should go to you and not the other person? And I think that's before you get into the journey, that's really important to start to, you may not be able to get your niche right away, but mm-hmm. keeping that back of mind and really starting to hone down what you want to do is really important because then that's, then that's what, why people hire you or why they buy your product is because there is something different about you. Right. Yeah. And just about all businesses, you need to stand out, but going back to your first point, uh, the why we 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 talk about that as well. What what is your why? What is your reason for doing this? And uh, you know, we we talk to I, I can't even tell you how many people we speak with on a, on a weekly and monthly basis. And you ask someone, you know, you you have a great position. Why do you want to look at entrepreneurship? And I would say there's a high percentage of people that have no idea, or they just feel 
it's all about making more money and there's a lot more to it you know we 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 like to dig a little bit deeper as, as to why and then you when, once you dig a little bit deeper we typically find that it's it's uh, it's it's basically freedom is what they're looking for the time freedom the financial freedom and everything in between so it sounds like you know a lot of people are looking for this uh, a similar you know, that that whole being able to control their time and 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 that's huge and that's not to be taken lightly. Whereas in many positions, you kind of you're you know you need to be in at nine and and stay until five and it's got to be Monday to Friday. So I think the flexibility and, and time freedom is, is are definitely two of the uh, the larger ones. So I I don't know if you come across the same thing, but that that seems to be what I come across on a almost daily basis. Yeah, I think for me, I deal with a lot more people in the military community especially military spouses, and mm-hmm. part of their why is having control over not only their career, but their earning potential. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really big part is that the sky is the limit. If I want to hustle for it and sell and, and get myself out there, I can increase my earning potential. But if there's times when there's like right now where you know the kids are all home and you know everything's a little bit crazy, I have right. flexibility to step back for a minute and not go push as hard. So I think... Um, you know, it's it's really important. I just can't say it enough to know your why because I think sometimes people think it's cool to be an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the thing to do is to go into <laughs> entrepreneurship. And it, it really is awesome. But if you, again, are just blowing in the wind and you don't have yourself rooted in why you're doing it and what the end result that you want so you can make a plan on how you're going to get there, I think that that is a mistake people make. Right. Yep, I, I agree. Definitely, definitely agree, hundred percent. So, switching gears a little bit, we we talked a little bit um, about a couple of weeks ago, r- right before the show, we were just talking about franchise and bin- business ownership, and that with many of the franchises that they're uh, they offer uh, veteran discounts. Uh, they also offer there's a certain uh, uh, as far as financing deals and promotions that that are offered. Can you can you um. Not talk so much about that, but can you can you talk a little bit more about the financial coaching and and you know what does a, a typical maybe call or meeting look like when when someone does reach out to you? Yes, well, I think anything in coaching. If you're doing life coaching, if you're doing leadership coaching or performance coaching, financial coaching, that it really comes down to who you are and the best way that you can kind of make get action to be taken. So for me, with normal clients, especially if it's the first one, I do what I call orientation. Dealing with money, you are talking to somebody about the most intimate parts of their life. And that can be difficult sometimes. So I do a lot of preparation to make sure people understand and are willing to trust me with that information because I do take that very serious. If you're going to be talking about your money and how it's impacting your marriage or getting into some very personal stuff that often people, it never crosses their lips. You know, they've never told another human being how they're really feeling, like thinking about getting a divorce. But if you're thinking about getting a divorce, that's going to impact your finances. So I really say at the beginning about security. I I always tell people if I think you're going to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else, I'm going to let somebody know because I care. That's part of the orientation. That's been from lessons learned. I've had some people that I did feel were going to hurt themselves over a money issue and got them the help they needed. Not everybody I deal with, you know, that's only been a a couple of people that's ever happened, but I always like to let everybody know because those things have happened. Mm -hmm. And then I talk about no judgment, that I'm not here to judge you with your money. You know, I wouldn't want you to do that. And then um, I also tell them, prep them that I'm going to be asking them very personal questions, but I'm asking because it has something to do with your money. It's not me getting into your personal life. And 
the example of the marriage stuff really is a good example because sometimes people don't realize that there's a, a thread running through what they're saying until they go to a coach and that coach listens and, and, you know, hears that thread. And sometimes I'll have people that keep talking about the stress in their marriage and problems and trust issues. And so then it, then I ask the question, Hey, is this something that you're thinking about? So I think orientation is really important. And then the biggest part is discovery, hearing how they currently manage money, what works for them, what's not working for them, what their goals are, what the changes that they want to make, the, you know, the end result of financial coaching, what that would look like for them. And then it's really kind of pulling it apart from there to say, Hey, well, I want to learn how to say for my child's education, then I'm going to tell them the tools and resources they can do to make that happen. I'm also going to talk to them, let's say, if they're saying they want to save for their child's education, but they have a ton of credit card debt or they still have student loan debt, I'm going to point out that, hey, you know, you've got to take care of yourself first before you start going after a child's education because mm-hmm. who's going to who's going to take care of you? It's going to be your child if you don't take care of yourself. So those type of things. So it's just really after that case by case, but there's some basic infrastructure of the coaching sessions and then it's going to be you know, pivot depending on the person. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 and it's, it's funny because I had a conversation the other day, you know, back in, back in school, back in college, some of the, you know, or just even going, going back into high school, money is covered, but not, not covered as much as I I believe it should be investments, even, even if the investment classes didn't dig too deep, but I noticed the topic of money, uh, balancing a checkbook, uh, assets, liabilities, it was only come a, a, uh, covered uh, very little, so I just I, I found that pretty interesting, and I and I hope that in the future things change because uh, there's there's graduates that I know personally that will graduate they they can't balance a checkbook and uh, have have no idea on on how to manage their money. So I I found that really interesting. So I'm sure there's a a lot of demand uh, you know for for the financial coaching. So one thing, and then um, I, I wanted to to give uh, information of where people can contact you, but one one thing. Uh, I like to also ask is knowing what you know now. What's some advice that um, you would give your younger self? So you you know you've you've uh, been around for a while. You've been coaching, um, have the business. What what would you kind of give your what, what advice would you give your younger self? Well, I mean, entrepreneurship. Number one thing I would tell myself is to understand that if you're going into entrepreneurship, you're going into sales, and that's something I did not realize. I didn't realize I would have to sell my coaching services that really put myself out there, that I would need to think of different ways to meet clients' needs that I could sell. Let's say doing now a course that I'm able to sell that helps financial um, counselors and coaches or doing different types of group coaching or masterminds or subscription stuff where you you have to pivot based on the need at the time. So Sales is something I wish in the very beginning that I would have taken more serious and taken the time to learn before I kind of (laughs) jumped in with both feet. That's something I would have done differently. And then telling my younger self something about life, I would say that just go for it, that it's never going to be perfect, but you should just go for it and fail and then get back up and do it again and fail and just keep going because it's those failures, I think, that have brought me the most success. And I wish I would have not been so scared in the beginning to just jump in and go for it. Mm-hmm. Because I think 
learning those lessons at a younger age where I didn't have as much responsibility would have been different versus being married, having children. So I think that I guess the lesson would be to not be so scared about failure. Right. Yeah. That's, that's some, some great advice. There was, there was actually a show on uh, who, who was on the show. Ga- uh, Gary V was talking about that, that the timing is never going to be perfect and the lighting isn't always going to be perfect for that video just to do it. And you learn from it, but, but just, uh, you know, not putting yourself out there. A lot of people procrastinate years go by and that video is never made. That business has never started. So I uh, found that very interesting. So some, some really good advice. I, I was going to say, those are yeah. some of the best stories too. Looking yeah. back, those, those mistakes, those failures are the funny stories you tell other people or to look back and tell somebody else, Hey, don't ever do this because right. <laughs> this will happen and you could help somebody else with that. So I think, you know, it, it stings sometimes. It's it's embarrassing, but it happens to all of us. Right. You don't you don't hear maybe as much, but you're right. You you hear about the entrepreneurs that that are making uh, they're very successful, making a lot of money, but then you you find out that they declared bankruptcy two or three times in their career. You don't you don't hear about that kind of stuff. So it's very interesting when they when they interview some of the. Um, uh, some of these business owners that have been around for a while, very successful. So yes, very, very good advice there. Lacey, if, if someone wanted to, uh, to contact you, what, what is the best way they, they can reach you? Um, on my website, I have a contact form, LaceyLangford.com, and it's Lacey with an E. That's the best way to get a hold of me. There's information about my coaching there. There's also information about my podcast. really is a hub of what all I have going on. Great. And we'll, we'll include that in the, uh, in the show notes. So LaceyLangford.com. Uh, Lacey, anything else uh, that we'd uh, that you'd like to uh, to mention to the audience today? I would just say go for it. You know, do your homework. That's really important. But don't be scared to take the first step. Research. You can't just continue to do that all the time. At some point, you have to take action. So do your research, but then make the decision to make the leap and just know that when there's mistakes and you fail or it didn't go the way that you planned that you're now part of the team. It happens to all of us. So mm-hmm. it, it will continue to get better and better, but you're just going to have to keep working at it. Yes. Love it. No, that's, that's, that's it. And it's definitely happened to all of us. Uh, Lacey, again, thank you very much for being on the show. This has been a, a really great interview and hope to talk to you in the very near future. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.